Hey mamas, while I have your attention for just a few more seconds, I couldn't wait to get on here and share with you all about this app that I'm recording all of my podcasts for you through. It's called Anchor, and it is truly the easiest way to make a podcast. Don't believe me? Let me break it down and explain to you. First and foremost, it's free. That's right, it does not cost you one cent. And even better, there's actually creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's really that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You also can make money from your podcast, hello, with no minimum listenership. So, As in the words of Jerry Maguire, we can all say, show me the money, baby. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So moms, as you know, I support every mama having a voice. Your voice needs to be heard. So go ahead, go download the free Anchor app today and get your voice heard. Share what you're passionate about. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's Anchor. .fm to get started and I look forward to listening to you very soon. Hey there all of you mamas. Welcome to a brand new episode here at Moms Matter where yes, every mom, you included, has a voice. If this is your first time tuning in to an episode, let me welcome you and just say I'm just so thankful that you're here and honored that uh, you found your way to me today. My goal here in starting this podcast is that you and other moms like you would be able to have a chance to speak about the real things about being a mom would have an opportunity to get to really connect and see that you have a story that you're a mom but you're not just a mom and and moms have such a powerful story and um, this mom that I'm interviewing today has a story and part of her story is that we actually happen to know each other in real life and we have something very beautiful in common This mom and I both had boys during the COVID year of 2020. And she's had a lot of new changes this year. And before I steal a lot of her thunder, I do want to officially welcome today's guest, Ms. Kelsey Barham. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It is uh, morning here. I know it's not morning where you're at, but it's (laughs) Saturday morning and we're having a great day. Excellent. And you know, now that people know that we're far away, I think a lot of my listeners by now know that I'm in Belgium, but could you tell them where you're at? I am in Texas. So I'm on central time. (laughs) Awesome. Yeehaw. And I heard actually recently that Texas just got some of its first big snow in a very long time. We had snow stick for three days and that is nothing I've ever seen in Texas. So it was so cool, you know, having my baby boy see snow (laughs) for the first time was just magical. Oh, Loved I it. bet, and I, and you, and it's great because usually you don't you don't imagine the two words Texas and snow no. coming together. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, definitely not. 
And Texas in general is actually very new for you. You guys recently moved there, right? Yeah, it's new, but but old, as in home. Um, we were we're both from Texas, different parts of te- Texas. But my husband um, was in the Navy, so we spent some time in San Diego, and that is actually where we met. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Cheyenne um, through church, and we just met for a very short time, but became really fast friends, and she's very special to me. And but right before we had Wesley, my my son, <laughs> um, we moved back to Texas to be closer to family, and such a good decision. <laughs> I can imagine, especially, yes, after the, the year we've had oh, yeah. and, and becoming a first-time mom, like, have you found that um, you've been very thankful for having family nearby during your first year as a mom? 100%. And, you know, I'll share more about why that has been so important, <laughs> but I am so grateful, especially to have my mom here. <laughs> Definitely. And you dove in a little bit already about um, the other essential characters yeah. in your family besides your mom, but could you tell us a little bit about your boys? Yes. Meaning your husband too, Yep, of my boy. <laughs> your first boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, my husband, uh, his name is Garrett. We are actually high school sweethearts, so we met in high school freshman year. <laughs> oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Bust out the tissues I now. Know. Awesome. <laughs> and so we dated for probably eight years before we decided to get married um, and we got married at the courthouse actually because he had just gotten into the military and you know we knew we wanted to get married but could not plan a wedding <laughs> in you know the, in a new military career so we got married at a courthouse with our our high school pastor and uh, yeah ever you know ever after after that but um, our other boy joined us just this last year and his name is Wesley. He was born February 27th. And so, yes, oh. entered the world right before COVID hit us. <laughs> but, um, yes. But, wow. yes. So that means you've almost officially been a mom for a yeah. year. I cannot believe it. I'm in denial a little bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he is almost 11 months old. Yes. So surreal. And what a year. I don't think any of us could have prepped or prepared. And, uh, you know, that's what's interesting is for you, you gave birth before COVID, but COVID still affected you. I mean, your first year as a mom was probably completely different than you ever imagined. Would you agree? I would agree. Yes. Just about the time I was ready to have visitors, (laughs) you know, after (laughs) after giving birth and needing just a little space, uh, I didn't have that option. (laughs) Yeah. That option was like completely boom obliterated off the table which I'm I'm not sure if you experienced this but something my husband and I and, Mm -hmm. and my family and I joke about is that um, it worked well in the times when you didn't yes. want all the people yeah. like at your house mm-hmm. and, and have it be overwhelming and oh gosh I didn't clean my house this week and, yeah. uh, you know so it was like that was the positive but I but I totally get you it's like mm-hmm. when you're a new mom you you have this precious beautiful miracle from God and you yes. just want to share him oh, yes. with people you love and when you're not able to that's a uh, yeah it's bittersweet yes definitely Well, and even though you had a different year maybe than you were expecting um, for your first year as a mom, you still got to fully 
almost lived a whole year of being a mom. So I'm curious and I would love it if you would share with us. Uh, what would you say that you like most about being a mom? Oh man, that's a hard one. <laughs> There's so many things <laughs> I love about it, but I guess just yeah. a couple. Um, I, having just such a tangible like source of joy, honestly, mm. is so wonderful. Just waking up and being so excited to hold my baby boy. <laughs> um, just all the wonderful things about being with him all the time and um you know I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home mom as well and um there's just nothing I love more than being with him um that's one of my favorite things and also like just the confidence that I've gained from becoming mm. a mother is just so cool like you know all of the things about me just seem to make more sense like God was just <laughs> meaning for me to be a mom all along and yeah. There's just really It's almost like, like it finally it. had an outlet. Yeah. And like all the things you're like, oh, this is why. Yes. yes. All the insecure, like a lot of insecurities that I had before just kind of melted away. And like, you know what? This is, wow. this is me and I'm a mom and it's awesome. <laughs> That's, that is awesome. Yeah. I, you know, what I love about that is I feel so often you hear the opposite mm. or you feel like motherhood can create insecurities, yeah. which I'm sure I think any mom definitely sometimes struggles with that in different times oh, yeah. or different seasons. But I love that your motherhood becoming a mom actually, as you so poetically put, it melted those insecurities away. Yeah. And you became more confident. Like, is that something you would say that you felt happened right upon birth no. or is that something that develops over time? Okay, strong no. <laughs> strong <Okay>. no. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, and I wanted to say, as you were saying that, like, you know, to the listeners, um, I definitely struggled with that in the beginning, but where I'm at now, um, you know, that's one of my favorite lessons that I've learned probably and things about being a mom is where that struggle has led me. It's beautiful. It's it's almost. Uh, I I loved this quote that I, I remember reading. It reminds me of um, a few weeks before I gave birth was about how when you become a mom, you're actually giving birth to two, mm -hmm. or maybe if you're having twins, you're having three. But but at the very least, two because you give birth to your baby, but you're also giving birth to the mother within mm -hmm. you that's never been there before because only motherhood, in fact, could bring her out of you. Mm, that's and yeah yeah it's like it so resonates with me even more now that like you being a mom and, and almost being a mom for a year and it makes me wonder besides you know seeing the things come out of you that, or, or maybe the things that were always within you mm -hmm. maybe finding a place in what way would you say that being a mother has also then changed you oh man um so many ways also. <laughs> um, in what ways yeah. have I not changed? Um, right. <laughs> I definitely have gained just so much more patience. Definitely. Um, that was a big one. Um, and I think just like overall empathy for others mm. and especially uh, new moms. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, they, again, like changed me in so many ways, but um, it's just like, you know, molded me, it, you know, when you go through challenges in life, like I have before this, like you, when you come out of them, you realize like, oh, I was meant to go through that so that mm. I can 
you know, help the next person through this. And I just have this passion for helping new moms. And, you know, I had a few of those moms in my journey, especially in that the beginning when we were struggling most and, um, and, you know, the love they gave me and, uh, just made me want to give that in return and realize how grateful I was for that in that time. Beautiful, and and you so eloquently said about how it's usually only in hindsight mm-hmm. that you see that oh okay God that's what that yeah. was for you know Definitely. but but what I love is you can tell that you are a woman who whether the word is self aware or maybe has just been through challenges before in that you kind of knew like okay God like this challenge mm-hmm. is gonna bring something like you know that there's something beautiful on the it other has side to be. even though. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Please tell me this is for a right. reason. Yes. And uh, would you say, like, you know, you you specifically emphasized like how becoming a mom really developed patience and empathy, and and I think it's so natural to imagine like that patience being you know exercise maybe with your son mm-hmm. you know helped you become more patient with your son but has that also would you say translated to your other relationships oh, like yeah. maybe with your husband definitely and, yeah. yeah you know I always said that before I had kids that you know husbands are kind of like practice for having kids <laughs> <laughs> and I so true that. <laughs> But yes, I've definitely seen the fruits of that, like in my marriage relationship as well. And with my mom, who's probably the second closest person to me and to my husband. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. I hadn't really thought about that, but you know, I do see that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's only something that I also have kind of journeyed through this year, and I'm sure so many of you moms listening could be shaking your heads. Hopefully, I can imagine, yes, um, if, if you've experienced that, um, because you you do realize like becoming a mom is such a, it's such a higher calling because it's beyond you, because you are really nurturing this beautiful gift from God, but it's amazing how in becoming that mother, um, it also changes you and, and therefore changes how you interact with people and how you are with other people. Um, I'm actually curious, how has your relationship with your mom changed? Um, I think patience is one. We've always like, you know, mm. kind of butted head, heads a little bit. And, um, but she's, you know, through this year to have been so like generous with her time and just always there for me. and. You know, uh, becoming a mom definitely changes your relationship with your mom too, because you gain her perspective, and you, uh, you know, you always hear your parents say, "Oh, just wait until you have kids," <laughs> and it's it's mm-hmm. true in so many ways because you don't know that love until you become a mom, mm. and uh, yeah. So, so as far as the patience, though, you know, I just uh, I just have so much more gentleness with my mom because. You know, yeah, just the development of our relationship through what I've learned through being a mom. Yeah, that's cool for sure. Have Have you had one of those moments yet where I think every parent goes through it, where you feel like you sound just like oh, your yeah. parent? <laughs> yeah. yeah. In what In what way? I'm curious. Oh, like, man. what came out of you? Is there a circumstance or a, maybe a phrase? I think I've always noticed 
like you know my my siblings <laughs> kind of joke about it to me and my mom are like mm. you know very similar <laughs> in some faults and then in some really great qualities mm-hmm. but <laughs> mm-hmm. has that been only like expanded or, or more obvious since you've become Probably. a mom yeah I can't think of I can't pin, pinpoint one thing but um but yeah I would say so yes <laughs> Don't worry. Maybe I'll, I'll we'll get your siblings on right. the line and your dad, and we'll be like, okay, so let's break Here's this down. what's really let's going on. <laughs> I love uh, it. Well, it's been so it's been so awesome to hear just how, despite the challenge of becoming a new mom and right before COVID, and and how you've really thrived in it and and really become just this kind of new person with this new developed patience and. It seems like God's given you a lot of opportunities yes. to, to exercise mm-hmm. that muscle. Um, but even in all of this joy you've experienced, like you said, you know, waking up with this tangible source of joy yes. with your sweet boy, we know that motherhood can really bring out some challenging mm-hmm. moments and some sorrowful moments that is really hard to get through. And so um, I'm just curious if you would share with us, what would you say has been your biggest challenge so far in your first year of motherhood? Oh man, that's an easy one for me. But before I share what the hardest thing is, I I often mm-hmm. tell other moms, like, it's, it's funny because... You know, before you become a parent, you have all this these ideas of what it's going to be like, what, you know, birth is going to be like. But specifically, you know, for me, I focus so much on, oh, my gosh, I have to get through birth. Like, that's going to be the hardest thing. right? Mm. <laughs> and um, not to sell it short, like it was an event, <laughs> like it was hard, yes. um, very hard, you know, and it, it changed me and challenged me in many ways. But um, but you know, looking back, I kind of just laugh at myself and how <laughs> I'm, I don't regret preparing and all the time I spent with that. But man, if I had only known what would really be the hardest, I would have spent a lot more time preparing for for my postpartum um, period. Um, that was definitely, you know, the most challenging time for me so far. And specifically, um, breastfeeding was was a huge part of that um you know other factors played into making that difficult including you know the things your body goes through during postpartum and how that affects you know just your mental state and and all of that but um but definitely for us we had a particularly hard time with breastfeeding and it was probably not until about three months or almost four months into our you know the postpartum period period that we were actually comfortable with breastfeeding um so yeah that was definitely the hardest um part but uh my son had um you know i'm not sure how many listeners are familiar with the tongue tie but um, my baby was born with a pretty severe tongue tie. And uh, I was very fortunate to have an amazing lactation consultant who noticed that really, really soon and, and recommended that we go get that evaluated by a, a dentist. And so, um, you know, we got that revised. It reattached <laughs> after we got it revised. We had to get it revised again. 
Um, and all during that time, I was often to the point of tears each feeding um, because of pain and frustration. Um, you know, like we talked about earlier, that that uh, feeling of not being secure and confident as a mom, that was definitely that time for me. And could you explain more, maybe there there might be some ladies who haven't heard of a tongue tie or what the struggle mm -hmm. is with that, and you, and you talk about the pain. Um, so what does that mean when a child would have a tongue yeah. tie? Like what's the difficulty with so the So the tongue tie underneath your tongue, you know, if you feel right now, you everyone has a natural tie. There's like a, a piece of tissue kind of tethering down your tongue to some extent. Well, when that tie is, is um, too tight, that, that limits the, the child's motion of their tongue. So um, for my, for Wesley, he had a posterior and an anterior tongue tie. It just meant a large part of that tongue was restricted in its movement. So, um, you know, we all have that tongue tie, but sometimes it's more significant. And, you know, there's kind of two sides of people that say, leave it alone. And others are like, you know, it's essential to, to you know, get that released because of the success of breastfeeding. And so, you know, we kind of, we, you know, didn't, you know, treat that lightly. We thought about it um, and, you know, decided that it was best for us to get that done. And, you know, sometimes they reattach. <laughs> so, um, you know, that, that happened to us. And so we had to get it released again. And it's, it's a really simple procedure. It's the procedure is not the difficult part. It's the, uh, the follow-up you have to do stretches so that that tissue doesn't heal together. And that means putting your finger under their tongue and stretching it out. And as you can imagine, that's, you know, open exposed tissue. So that, that baby does not like that. <laughs> it was it was hard, and you had to yeah. do that every three hours for like three weeks. Um, so oh yes. every three hours, three weeks, basically mm -hmm. knowing that your baby yeah. was going to and not cry. like it, be crying, mm -hmm. in pain, and this is beyond the other times that baby yeah. newborns cry yeah. for everything. Yeah, so. it was tough. Did that help you? Did that help you knowing that's what you were going in for? Like, did it help you knowing like, okay, for a few weeks, this is going to be our life? Or do you feel like it was even more oh, stressful? It was, well, I, I just like didn't realize how, you know, that, that follow-up would be, um, or recovery, I mean, would be, um, you know, they give, give you the instructions, <clears throat> excuse me, but it was just, you know, I, I wasn't prepared for that because no one wants to wake up their sleeping baby in the middle of the night to do a stretch. <laughs> and that was some, you know, many nights we had to do that. Um, so that almost sounds like a like yes. a torture, like what someone <laughs> would do in like a, a torture yeah. camp or something uh, or like a military. I mean, your your husband's probably like, baby, this is right? like what the military <laughs> put me through. Yes. Like, <laughs> but, you know, and. And I'm curious, was this specifically, um, I know you said that there were choices, there's different yeah. camps of people saying, leave it alone or, or do the um, procedure. Now, was this something specifically because you wanted mm -hmm. to breastfeed or would this also have been recommended for bottle? Yeah, there too? are, it is actually recommended for not, not only, you know, feeding in the first year, but, um, 
other issues that can come up from that later in life even um there's speech impediments that are tied to uh, tongue ties and um different like swallowing issues later in life as well um it has a lot to do the tongue function has a lot to do with your ability to like you know if you're choking kind of gag to get that that food out and you see that becoming you know introducing solids how important that gag reflex is Mm. (laughs) and so yeah there were a lot of things to think about he also had a lip tie which often you know if they have a tongue tie they may have a lip tie um, on the top lip and um, oftentimes that can lead to some things too with speech and you know that gap between their teeth and which is you know more just a looks but but it also affects latch as well because they need to flange that lip on the top to get a good latch and so um, so yeah we the the lip was not so bad of a, a process but that tongue was pretty tough but he was very resilient through it all and you know as soon as we'd be done with the stretch he'd forget about it and be a happy little baby again Mm -hmm. and so um yeah he's a tough guy (laughs) my I can tell I think a lot like his mama because oh girl I tell you you know it's it is funny what you said that we have so many expectations upon upon becoming a mom and I think any mom no matter what you know you 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 want this you know you hope for a perfectly Mm -hmm. healthy baby when they're born and and yet so many moms um you know for for whatever reason God knows have a baby that has some struggles and very often it's something you're not prepared for and I can only imagine like through hearing all these little details, I, I, I think of how difficult it must have been for you and for Garrett, your husband, during your first few weeks yes. of parenthood to also have to mm-hmm. make these decisions that would affect your son for yeah. a lot longer than yeah. his first few weeks. You know, I think that's that had to be an extra challenge feeling maybe oh, that yeah. weight would you say oh, that yeah. that was hard like trying to there, feel, like weigh these decisions of, <laughs> there was so oh, much wow. you know you hear the frame, phrase mom guilt and uh that was you know mm. a, again like you know to reiterate like when I answered earlier how I had this confidence it was not gained easily mm. <laughs> like I went through you know a lot of insecurities in the beginning and I remember being at a point where um for a significant amount of time where I would just dread feeding my baby because of the pain that came with that for me and the frustration um you know putting in all this work and feeling like we were getting nowhere because you know I shared it was probably like close to four months before we were comfortable with breastfeeding and um I felt so guilty about that I remember just like crying because of pain but also crying at the same time because of feeling you know bad about doing my main job and you know making sure my baby's fed and um you know you put a lot of pressure on yourself uh, especially when you have like you know this goal to do this you know thing you've always wanted to do and I know that you understand that as well but um yeah it's just you know coming to realize that you know you do your best (laughs) and um and you know deal with what comes and but um for us in the beginning 
another difficult part of breastfeeding was that I was doing, um, they call it triple feeds. So I was uh, pumping, bottle feeding, and breastfeeding. And, um, you know, all of that preserved my my, um, production. And then also make sure he was gaining enough weight. Um, And that, you know, consumed a lot of time. And, you know, there in the beginning, really probably probably for the first month at least, I felt like I, you know, I felt guilty again for not, you know, enjoying my baby more um, because that whole wake window, I was just, you know, consumed with feeding my baby <laughs> and, you know, it's not easy to pump and and then bottle feed and still try to, you know, practice bre- breastfeeding all within that small time that they're awake. <laughs> but, um, yes. but, you know, we, we figured it out and um, got through it, but it was definitely challenging. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's a, uh sweet because we know now Wesley is you know Mm -hmm. almost that 11 months and and you said that you guys kind of figured it out you know by four months so we it's great that you know we can hear a mom's story like yours and Mm -hmm. and maybe there's a mom listening that's pregnant or is just in the beginning stages of breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and she's discouraged and at least we know your story is proof like hey there is an end there's an end in sight and you'll be okay and you'll get through it um but what would you say, like, if you could take yourself back to the, as we have, you know, this, this whole conversation, take yourself back to those moments mm-hmm. during those first four months, like, how would you say you got through those days, even those hours in the midst of your biggest challenge? Huh, I think, um, man, that I have to say, um, and recognize my support system, um, without the support of my mom and my husband at home with me, I could not have done it. Um, you know, just, and also, you know, even just having, you know, we were in the time of COVID and a lot of friends that even wanted to be there and check in on me couldn't, you know, didn't know how to feel about that. And, um, but, you know, I had some really great friends just texting me and checking in on me and, honestly you know just like you know I hope someone's hearing me now just hearing other women struggled and that I wasn't alone honestly just was so vital um and going back to my mom and my husband we had just this beautiful like cascade of care in the house that was so beautiful Mm -hmm. my mom she would take care of all the cooking and cleaning making sure I had three meals a day which was you know if any new mom knows how hungry you are (laughs) it is so important (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes especially when you're breastfeeding and uh, my husband he then instead of focusing on cooking and cleaning and you know maintaining the house he just had all his focus on me and taking care of me. There are even times where he would, you know, hand feed me and, you know, put my water bottle up to my mouth for me. And, and, um, and then because, you know, of their care, I was able to just put all of my focus on Wesley 
and taking care of him and making sure he, you know, had what he needed. Um, and so, yeah, definitely as far as what got me through, um, they are a huge part, but, um, you know, most importantly, you know, I, I have to thank God and, you know, just having him in my life because I can't tell you how many beatings I just prayed through. And I just said, God, please give me your strength because I'm out of mine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly, man, I've never prayed more in my life, honestly. And, you know, it was a time I really needed him and um, he pulled through for me for sure. my gosh like I oh, I I'm yeah. all of the feels just right now I feel inspired by your story I feel encouraged and yeah I also feel the pain and but when you paint this picture Kelsey like you can really see how you've gained mm -hmm. this confidence but how it was something like you said you weren't just born into it or, or you didn't just gain as a mom when you gave birth to Wesley but it was over time and, and going through these struggles that you mm -hmm. you gain this confidence and this yeah trust in in yourself but also trust I'm sure yes. in God yes. knowing he's gonna get you through and you know like all of those things were so vital but you know they were also mm. like you know those are the core things like if I didn't have those things all the thing other things that I did like on my effort wouldn't have mattered because I would have given that like you know I would yeah. have um just having that the support you know it was just the most important but there was also a lot of like looking into things like trying all sorts of you know tangible things in our journey to help us be successful um but a lot of that came with the direction and guidance from my like amazing lactation consultant um she is just will forever hold apart like a piece in my heart and a place in my heart and um yeah i I definitely, you know, if I could speak to a mother right now that's listening is don't hesitate to um, get help from a lactation consultant. Even when you think things are going good, just go, you know, call the lactation consultant and, um, you know, their experience and their wealth of, of knowledge is just so valuable. Um, and, you know, if it weren't for my lactation consultant, I probably wouldn't have pursued getting, you know, the revision on his tongue done. And, um, you know, I saw yeah. three different pediat uh, um, pediatric doctors. I saw two speech therapists and, um, and none of them had answers for me. Like, you know, I would go there expecting them to at least give me some kind of direction. And they all said, well, you know, this mm -hmm. is, um, you're doing all the things you can. And maybe I was, but, <laughs> you know, um, another thing the lactation uh, consultant gave me was just a boost of confidence. She just, you know, was my encourager as well, just mm -hmm. to, and checking in on me. She would answer my texting calls uh, night and day, <laughs> which was amazing. I know not everyone finds a lactation consultant that great, but... Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> but if they're looking for one, oh, I, I have do. a feeling I'll, you have I'll, a great uh, reference. I'll send you her um, <laughs> info. She does virtual con- consults as well. You know, in the time of COVID, she's evolved. Oh, so, um, yeah. so, yeah, I had many of those with her. That's awesome. Well, perfect. And in, in reference to that, actually, we um, I would love for you to share Mm-hmm. Uh, with our moms listening, if there's any other resources you'd recommend. Um, but we know for sure, I think first and foremost would be yes. get yourself a good support system and uh, definitely do not shy away yeah. from asking yes. for help from a lactation consultant for sure. Um, but is there anything um, else you'd like to recommend? Man, um, you know, we went through we went through so many different things with our um, with our struggle in particular, you know, at, at the beginning it was the latch um, and not getting enough milk. And then, you know, there was the cracked <laughs> cracked nipples and bleeding. <laughs> that was so hard. Mm-hmm. We went through a clogged duct, mastitis, um, undersupply, oversupply. <laughs> we went through both of those. Um, and all along that, you know, trying to heal from the um, the tongue tie revision and all of those things. Um, one one awesome thing I learned about during all of that, and you know, weeks going by where we were always trying something new to succeed at that. Um, something I learned about, I never knew about or had any idea existed, was the supplemental nursing system. And I, you know, I tell a lot of moms about Mm. that, you know, who are really struggling. Um, It's, you know, usually along the line, like later down the line in interventions and trying to be successful with breastfeeding. But for that, that really helped us with the latch. Um, But if, you know, you look into a supplemental nursing system and, you know, talk with your lactation consultant and see if that might be something for you. But um, but yeah, we, our, our lactation consultant had recommended that and, uh, it was very helpful for us getting away from the bottles. Cause in the beginning we did have to, I had to pump and give him, um, my breast milk through bottle just to keep up his weight and, uh, for us to get, you know, away from the bottle and back to, um, the breast, we used that so that, you know, it allowed us to, um, be at the breast and still get enough milk um but yeah so okay. that, that was another thing I thought of is you know sharing um in addition to other support or um, resources like a lactation consultant and a little yeah. leche league also is a, a wonderful resource all, all yeah, areas okay. um, usually have a, a, a little leche yes. league and I actually went to that before having Wesley and learned some valuable things. So, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good to know all the things. So, Mama, if you're listening, if you're pregnant, postpartum, thinking about baby number two, three, or four, (laughs) we've got you. (laughs) We will definitely help you out. And uh, actually, another thing that just popped up into my mind, uh, which also I find is a beautiful resource, is... Were there any, would you say, songs or scripture that you feel got you through some of the hardest times? Yeah, there probably are so many. Um, I had this, while, while I'm talking, I'll look through.
Oh, are you still there? Oh, Kelsey, if you can, can hear, you hear me, me, I lost you. Oh, I hear you okay, again. Okay, good. Yes, I, I lost you right as you were about to say um, that you were sharing that you were looking up yes. some, I think, um, songs or scripture. So, I mean, one song, <laughs> but... Um, that's okay. Maybe yeah. a group or a band or something that if a mom is really struggling and just needs some peace or strength in um, her life, someone you'd recommend. You know, I love, I know everyone probably knows her, but Lauren Daigle um, has just some beautiful songs. And, and I remember when I was prepping for birth, I had a birth playlist um, and she had you know, mm. some songs. She was on my playlist, several of her songs. And of course, you know, I can't think of one right now, but um, later, Cheyenne, I'll send them to you. I can yeah. I can jump in for yeah. you. I was gonna say, I was like, I'll send you when you give them to me. But if, you know, anyone listening, yeah. when, you, when you stop this podcast, I would definitely recommend going yes. to listen to her, You Say. You say I'm yes. enough. You, I mean, that's just, I think, it should be every yep. woman, but especially that every mom's it. jam. <laughs> yeah. Because you need it, right? There's days when, oh my gosh, you feel so not enough. You feel depleted. You, that mom guilt, you know, sneaks in. And I feel like yes. Lauren does a great job. You know, that was definitely that. one of them you reminded me of. Um, and I think especially in the beginning when I was just questioning, you know, how good of a mother I am. Uh, all of these things and mm. and you know just to speak to our listeners right now to you there's not one one thing that you succeed at that that determines your worth as a mother um so you know for me you know a lo- large part of what we're talking about was breastfeeding and you know my goal to be successful in that but um you know, I, I'm, I just, you know, feel like I should say like, that is, that is not determine your worth. And to remember that, like going in or to know that going into it really could help a lot of moms, I think. <laughs> and it could have helped me too. just realizing like, you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to do what you think is best, you know, for your baby. And, um, but at the end of the day, like, having a baby that is like feels loved and safe and um those more important things are really what matters amen amen and i for certainly know that i am an even bigger fan of you right now and i'm so happy that we are we are friends, mama friends. Uh, but for the other mamas on this uh, podcast that maybe would love to connect with you, is there any way yeah, that they can reach out to you um, social? My Instagram is a great place. That's probably where I'm on the most. Um, but my um, Instagram name is Kelseyville Eleven. <laughs> There's actually a town in California called Kelseyville. I discovered. Yeah, it's this tiny little town. That's no like, oh, way. It's like a little village for me. <laughs> but see, yeah, girl, exactly another reason I do. to boost your confidence. You have a Kelseyville town named after 11. you. <laughs> and. 
there you go. And no worries, everyone yes. listening. I'll make sure I'll get the exact spelling uh, for you and the show notes page. And most of all, I just want to thank you so much, Kelsey, for taking this time thank out of you. your busy weekend with your boys. Just thank you so much for pouring into our thank listeners so much, and being Diane. a part of It was a great matter. pleasure being on here. Likewise. And all you mamas, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Moms Matter. Never forget that your voice is important. It's validated and you have a story. Don't be afraid to share.